Hi, it is me, Jennifer Smith. True love scam recovery. Narcissistic abuse unwound. Do you remember when they went silent? I remember the first time that occurred. I was really puzzled. I kept looking at him thinking, are you not talking to me? Are you like, really? It was as if I wasn't in the room, it seemed, from his point of view. I'd never in my life experienced something so complete as far as someone's ability to, well, obliterate another person's presence while they stood right in front of them. It didn't offend me. It didn't make me mad. It was painful in a way I really can't quite describe. It was just weird. By the time this happened in my case, I'd been stepping back, stepping back, observing him more and more, and I do not want to give the impression that I wasn't deeply, profoundly suffering and in barrels and baskets and canyons of pain, because I was. It was absolute hell. But I think I didn't take it so personally because of when this happened and how much I'd already been observing. We call this the silent treatment, and most of us experience this, I would imagine. I'm going to talk about why they go silent. Many of us see this at the time as them punishing us. The silence is a kind of weapon that they can wield at their whim just to make us feel bad, just to make us cry, just to upset us. And I do want to point out, and I think I said this in an earlier podcast, if in our minds we are using the word just, J-U-S-T, they just did this to make me feel blank. We're off track. There is nothing they do for a just. If we look at it from their point of view, the silence has a purpose that serves them, as does everything they say or do. They are only thinking about themselves. They cannot think of someone else. They see the world through a lens of self. Am I safe? Am I hidden enough? Is my mask in place? You could think of it that way. Can I get more right now? Can I get more and more and more from this person right in front of me or that person over there? That's what they're thinking about all the time. The silent treatment is not a, quote, treatment. It's a genuine response from their lives, genuinely, as sociopaths. When they go silent, it is because, get this, they have nothing to say. Literally, they have nothing to say. Now think about it. In real life, in your real experience with them, even when they did talk, did they ever really have anything to say? Think about different conversations in terms of effectiveness. I don't recall any time anything he said, helping, anything, helping resolve a bill being paid or logistics for something being taken care of that needed to be taken care of. Everything fell to me. Didn't matter what he said. So the silent treatment, I mean, were we really going to get anything useful out of them if they had spoken in that moment? That's one thing to think about. What I mean by saying they have nothing to say is that 
when they go silent, if you could have one of those memories of that kind of scene come to mind, roll it back a little bit to right before, a minute before, two minutes before they went silent, I would imagine you were asking them a question about their behavior, something they did or didn't do, letting them know something you expected them to do that they didn't, or some upcoming thing you expect them to do. We were annoying them, quizzing them, challenging them from their point of view about things they have nothing to say about because they're not going to do what we ask. They're not going to fulfill a responsibility. It doesn't matter if they say anything or what they say because it's not genuine. It's not real. Whatever it is that made them go silent, if you can look back at it, try to see in your mind's eye what was happening before they went silent. They may go silent for days, two, three days, seven days. That's about the max. Unless, of course, they disappear. Here's why they're going silent. They don't have anything to say, and they know they don't need to say anything. They know by what it was we brought up that we wanted to have a talk about or ask them about or address that we don't need any maintenance, that we are hooked. We are under their spell. We don't see what they are. We are not ready to leave them. We're not going to do anything. We're going to stay right there. And even though they go silent, probably make their favorite dinner that night. And on top of that, they are busy elsewhere. They do have other prey. And those people, a lot of them might need some attention. So they put their efforts there. If they're gone for three months, two weeks, you don't know where they are. They're off radar. They're out of communication. Oh, they're really busy with somebody new, something new and juicy. They're hunting, reeling in prey, reaping the benefits of what it is they can take from prey. And they put their efforts where their efforts receive the results that they're after in that moment. If we've said something that is annoying, they have nothing to say about it. Sometimes just nothing to say to our question. Why won't you come to the birthday party? Where were you last night? Where's the rest of the money from the bank account? When are you paying off the credit cards? Man, they get sick of us saying that stuff. Now, this is completely abnormal. This is not a relationship. This is an entrapment under the spell of a pathological, parasitic predator, a parasite who preys upon other people for their survival. That is what the silent treatment is all about. Now, they have had many, many people that they go silent on and then, you know, come back to life a few days later, back into the same pattern of whatever had been going on. They know that we see the silent treatment as a punishment. They have nothing to say. We have evidenced that we are hooked because we got mad, because we cried, because we begged, because we tried to have another talk. They're just done in that moment. They go pay attention to the other prey that does need some maintaining. If we're creating the silence, as in going no contact, that is, we have to do this 
Going no contact, ultimately, eventually, as soon as we can, and it takes as long as it takes. We go no contact from them and everyone we know that knows them. They cannot reach us in any way. They also know about this kind of silence. They know what it means. And it makes them incredibly enraged. They don't like to lose their prey. But it has happened to them a million, bazillion, kajillion times in their lives. And it will happen that many more as they continue their deception and defrauding and being what they are. So no contact is for you. That silence, I hope you can set that up and maintain that, establish that, create that for yourself. ASAP, if you have not already, email me, jennifer at truelovescam.com. Maybe book some sessions. This is Jennifer Smith, True Love Scam Recovery, Narcissistic Abuse Unwound, sending you all good things.